Good morning, everybody. There we go. And hopefully you all hear both of us this time as we started. Yesterday, I was just, I was lip syncing for a minute. <laughs> but uh, no, we should be doing good here today. What's going on? We're in two different places again. Uh, and that'll be the last time that happens until, uh, I don't know, I think it's gonna be the last time that happens. But uh, we'll be back on Monday. So that's good. And uh, well, turning point, right? That's right. That's right. Maybe. Uh, let's see. We have, uh, they say they don't hear Kevin. That's interesting. Let's see. Oh, now hopefully, now hopefully that should be good now. Let's see. Try again. Yeah, one, two, one, two. The other way. Okay. Well, now you should be good. Uh, it looks like the Skype okay. uh, NDI feed was muted on the way in. Um, now does everybody see, can we see the picture? Let's see. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Kevin's on. Yeah, He's got him. They got him now. Let's see. All right, good. Everyone's everyone's this now responding that it's good. Is there is there a picture? Because I know on some of the it looks like everybody's fine. All right, okay, cool. Good. So perfect. Yeah, no. So apparently we're doing a lot better here than they are over at uh, the top floor of Twitter's executive headquarters. Because you know those idiots are probably all in a group chat right now, going, "We're all going oh, to man. jail." I'll tell you something. I read that last night, and uh, I've been I've been very interested in the shadow banning. Uh, you know, the, mm -hmm. th that, that side of things, you know, the Hunter Biden laptop, we know it was suppressed, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop yeah. and the, the, the different narratives going into the 2020 election COVID. We know, we basically know what was going on. I, we don't have it in writing for all of it yet, or we don't have it, you know, confirmed concrete, you know, set in stone yet, but we know what was going on. It's the shadow ban. It's the fact that, that we had this thought for so long at mm -hmm. Twitter that there was this um this this ability by either the platform to do it uh on a large scale you know or on an individual account by account basis to limit the visibility of accounts which is just ridiculous um, ridiculous and now we find out that they had secret blacklists among other things um that they were able to go on an account by account basis and essentially, mm -hmm. you know, find an account. Uh, Dan Bongino was listed. Charlie Kirk was listed, um, and and limit their visibility, uh, limit their search ability. And I believe, you know, it's funny because I was I noticed it the other day. I was looking to try and tweet at Dan, or to look at his account real quick, and I couldn't search for him. So it's still happening. It's still in effect. They've got to they've got to change this immediately. Now that we know that this is what was going on, it needs to be reset across the board. Because I could tell you. Yep. You could just notice when something's going on with your account, when tweets just are going nowhere. When they're just not there. You know? They're just not yeah. hitting the same. Uh, Charlie, Charlie Kirk was saying yesterday on uh, on Tucker, I believe, that at one point they were averaging like 100,000 retweets uh, yeah. per tweet. That was like their average. And then like the next day, he was getting like 4,000. Yeah, 000. there was... Um, and, Char and Charlie was like, unless suddenly I just got very boring, I don't really know what happened there. So, you know, you know, it's 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 one of the same things you could look at it. Like we've seen this on Instagram, too, where, you know, a few a few times we'll find that, you know, uh, a certain number of people will be viewing the story or liking the post, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, you could see that the very next day, um, the the. Uh, the views, the engagement, the reach is like cut in half. And it's like, there's just no way from a day. Look, you want to say over the course of a few weeks, a few months, people get tired of your content or, you know, it's not hitting the same or maybe there's not some sort of major event from day to day. Um, but, you know, it, from 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 week to week, you know, there could be uh, yeah. a major event that happens, you know, like the FBI raid. Uh, Truth Social saw more engagement after the FBI Whoa. raided Mar-a-Lago, and then as time went on, it kind of it kind of started to wane a little bit. That's that's different. That's across an entire platform. But when you see your account do one thing yeah. on one day, and it's not because you did anything special, you made a, a generic regular post, and then the next day it's 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 halved or quartered. <laughs> you're like, okay, what's going on? Well, the interesting thing about about this dump is is that it proves that it wasn't 
like just some rogue leftist working at Twitter. No. This, this was institutional. This was from the top down. At the very top of this company, they made these decisions. These came from Vijayagade. These came from Noel Roth, Yoel Roth, whatever the hell his Yoel name is. Yoel Roth, yeah. It came from uh, Praga, Praga. Probably not going to work here. here. It came from Jack Dorsey, yep. you know, so, you know, for a long time, I said, you know, when Jack and Vijaya Gotti were on, were on Rogan, Jack played really stupid and Vijaya answered all the, all the difficult questions. It turns out now that he may be a lot more culpable than he was leading on. Oh, he's, it turns he is out, a lot it, more culpable than he was leading on. It turns out that the, uh, the, the, the simple genius that, that he pretended to be is, uh, well, not so simple. Not so simple. No, you this know, is it, this was this was not something that happened on accident behind his back. It, you know, uh, Frankenstein. This was an institutional thing all the way 100%. from from highest levels, and you know, it wouldn't shock me if some of the people on some of these emails start to come out and they were like, "Look, I was told to do this by because these lower level people they're gonna if if there are criminal charges put forth people against any, people are gonna roll." Big time. Big time. They're gonna roll on Vijaya Gade. They're gonna roll on Praga. Not gonna yeah. work here anymore. <laughs> that, that's, that's never, just never gonna not be. Funny. That's just never getting <laughs> If anyone doesn't know, that's a, that's a line a from Office Space. Movie, he's like, like hysterical. Uh, it's, yeah. it's so funny. Uh, Naga, Naga, not gonna work here, gonna work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it is very interesting to see the um, guys, and they they just openly lied about it. Just stone faith. They when when Elon Musk actually went through and bought Twitter, can you imagine these people's lives just collapsing around them? Like, oh, they're gonna know everything. Oh, yeah. well, that's now. why I cried. I mean, look at this tweet from July 26, twenty eighteen, from Jack himself. Following up on this with a lot more detail, we don't shadow ban, and we certainly don't shadow ban based on political viewpoints. We do rank tweets by default to make Twitter more immediately relevant, which can be flipped off more on ranking signals. Um, I mean, no, you do shadow ban Jack. We we know. And look, yeah. here's, here's the uh, what he was talking about. That whole uh, uh, you can flip it off if you're on the if you're on Twitter here. There you go, right there. By the way, share this link as you can see it. But if you're on Twitter here, um, you see where it says you can do latest tweets or top tweets. That's what he's talking about. That you can flip off, or you can go to, you know, Twitter's algorithm, et cetera, et cetera, and go to you know a chronological timeline or a, or an algorithm timeline. But no, they do shadow ban, and, and the receipts are out there. I mean, and now there's people going, well, you don't know who they shadow ban. Well, I know they did it to Dan Bongino. I know they did it to Charlie Kirk. Uh, I don't think they yep. did it to Rachel Maddow. Nope. And you know what? I, I If you don't think, knowing that the biggest names in conservatism were being attacked by those at the top, if you don't think middle management were attacking the middle people in conservatism— and the low-level people were going after like the 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 most dramatic of all of them. I mean, libs of TikTok, literally, they don't even they don't even come up it's with original, original content. content. They just they just post other yeah. people's stuff, and even they were shadow banned, which is it, it is it is a shocking. And what's even more shocking about it is the people that are putting it out. See, Elon did this right by giving it to Barry Weiss, by giving it to Matt Taibbi. I'm sure the next dump will probably go to Glenn Greenwald. You know, the 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 last three remaining journalists. Yeah. I disagree with the three of them on a myriad of issues. Probably, but I know that they are actually journalists. Yes, and it's Weiss. important to know that they're going to get facts and put them out with no spin, just the straight up news, just the straight I mean, up information, and that's Barry the way Weiss, it should be done. Barry Weiss is a I believe she's a married lesbian who was the editorial director at the New York Times. I mean, look, you know, you like, know that doesn't I mean, scream uh, conservative to me. She went to the Columbia School of Journalism. Yeah, that still is doesn't like, scream conservative to me. That is like a breeding ground for for radical leftists. All right. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Because so, you, can't, you can't get in to Columbia J School or get out of Columbia J School if you are even even slightly yeah. to the right of uh, of uh, of uh, yes. angles, so it's um it, it is wild to see that this is finally coming to light. But uh, guys, make sure you smash that rumble button before we uh before we keep going. There's so many things we Another can get to today. Another conspiracy theory that came true though, and and here's here's what's interesting about this uh, about this story as a whole. Weiss revealed that yes, teams of Twitter employees did build blacklists. Uh, and use those to prevent content from trending that they didn't want to see. While a user, and we knew that too, you know, we saw that people were tweeting mm -hmm. the same hashtags, the same information, and you just couldn't find it. You know, I mean, I was, I was shocked last year 
that after the Bear Shelves video went went global, that it was trending number one in the U.S. I'm, I was shocked that they got that thing up. Cat Turd and Jack Posobiec helped out with that. Obviously, they just went wild. They loved the name. But, yeah, I was, I was shocked that that even made it up the leaderboard over at Twitter. They said, while a user, of a, notif- uh, a user is notified if their account is locked, there was no way to tell if your account was being suppressed. So if you can't get into your, into your account, you get the, uh, your account is locked, you must do this, that, and the other thing to get back into it. There is no mm-hmm. way to tell from Twitter itself, like from a, an account notification, that you're being suppressed or blacklisted or you're on some sort of naughty list. The only way you could tell is if you watch your engagement just plummet off of the side of a cliff. And I've seen it happen yep. with my account. I've seen it happen with other people's accounts. You know, you know, uh, you know after I tweet something that uh, there's, there's only two genders, and then the next tweet I get is basically a tumbleweed rolling through the desert. You know, and it's just like, okay, I, I guess they didn't yeah. like that. I guess we're on a list somewhere. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but- exactly. Well, that's, that's the problem. And you know what? They say... In, in the Rogan clip that they use organiza- radical left-wing organizations like the Southern Poverty Law Center to make their yeah. sorts of decisions. To you, to, and, and, you know, we, you and I yeah. know personally how, uh, how very little they oh, put sure. into uh, – there's going to be some news coming there, by the way. I actually have to call a certain somebody about that right after the show. But we know that the Southern Poverty Law Center puts people on lists arbitrarily. As a matter of fact, so arbitrary that – a couple of years ago, they had to settle a defamation lawsuit with Majid Nawaz because they lifted this man as an anti-Muslim extremist. Right. Majid Nawaz. While at, the, while at the same time, in England, he was list, listed as a right. Muslim so extremist. So he was extreme on both sides, but you can't be both at the same time. <laughs> That's what Jordan Peterson said. He was like, he was like, well, you know, I was having a really good day a while ago when I got called an Israeli shill and a Nazi within the same hour. And I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's so unbelievable. It's impressive. Here you go. Uh, from Barry Weiss, a new Twitter files investigation reveals that teams of Twitter employees built. Now, remember, this was supposed to come out last weekend, and Jim Baker suppressed it. That's why he was fired. This guy, Jim Baker, dude, is such, such bad so, news. He's got to go. He is. I'm, I'm happy that, that, well, the House is talking about legal this, that. They, someone's got to hold, someone's got to be held account. This guy, you know, we, we've been down the Jim Baker road, so I don't want to go too far into it, but I just can't stress him and Yoel Roth, who's a part of this as well. Remember when that big Yoel, when, when uh, our friend Vish was going off on Yoel Roth, I was going off on Yoel Roth, you know, because Elon Musk boosted him once. He was like, this guy, mm-hmm. our head is, and then he realized yesterday because he threw him under the bus yesterday. He put his, Elon put a screenshot yeah. up and go, oh, I guess the head of censorship might have been a little biased because he called uh, he called Donald Trump an actual Nazi in the White House. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, like, what are come you doing? Uh, you know, it, it, it is wild because Elon definitely went in there, and I genuinely, I, I just get the feeling. I don't think he thought it was as so bad. As I think he went in there and started like poking it. He probably there's probably like four or five employees out of the thousands that work at Twitter. When he had his little meeting and then he fired like seventy five percent of the staff. There was probably like three, four, five people that he's standing around the boardroom and he goes, "Okay, what do we do first? And these five people just go, oh, "I, you have no idea what mm-hmm. you got into," because I know if I was there and I saw Elon Musk walk in the room, I would be like, "Hey." Pally, do you do you know how how bad things are here? Let me yeah, show you. Yeah, I don't think you. he thought it was as bad because he didn't think Yoel Roth was a problem off the bat. But now he yeah, finds I mean, out that Yoel Roth was really at the person. center of the problems. And you know how could you know how bad it was, right? You you know if I was Elon Musk and I was going in objectively, you know as you should when you go into a business, you don't want to act completely whiplash the whole thing. You go in objectively. You go let me see for myself what I think mm-hmm. as the new CEO needs to be done. So, I mean, maybe he goes in, clean slate, benefit of the doubt for everybody, and goes, all right, I'm sure I'll find one or two rogue employees, and kind of those will be my problems, and the rest of the people can stay. And then he found out that at Twitter, there actually was a sort of deep state, you know, if you want to think about it. There, yeah. was, a, there was more than just one or two guys or gals in, in a powerful position at Twitter to influence how the platform ran when it was those people, but they had teams of other people underneath them that were oh, yeah. like they're their minions don't forget that about, were working like that. Don't forget about the Z's yeah. and the Zers. We don't want to right, forget about you know? them. 
because I'm sure Twitter had plenty of Z's sure. and Z's and, Z's and, uh, and uh, you know, people who look like the guy from Mars Attacks, like the oh, one yeah, that stole we'll the luggage. Him. So uh, here's the tweet. A new Twitter files investigation reveals that teams of Twitter employees build blacklists, prevent disfavored tweets from trending, and actively limit the visibility of entire accounts or even trending topics all in secret without informing users. Adrienne Curry responded that this is why she stopped using Twitter for two years because she was shadow banned into hell. Quote, Twitter once had a mission to, quote, give everyone the power to create and share ideas and information instantly without barriers. Along the way, barriers nevertheless were erected. Weiss reported that Twitter prevented uh, noted Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, Bhattacharya, uh, some doctor from trending. Drink, think about this. Did you hear about this, Doctor Kevin? Yes, Doctor Jay Bhattacharya. He's a he's a contributor at Fox News, and he's also the head of epidemiology so at Stanford. Go. Jay Bhattacharya was an early critic. What do you think of lockdowns? And spoke out against yep. their negative impact on children. Now, folks, this comes after we find out that ACT test scores are at a 30-year low. And instead of blaming diversity, equity, and inclusion, they're going hand and they're blaming COVID. Oh, well, the schools were shut down. Well, here was Jay Bhattacharya yeah. out there, Dr. Jay Bhattacharya out there, talking about how lockdowns would be detrimental to children. And he wasn't allowed to say that. They weren't as yes. susceptible to, to, to the China virus. So they says here, Barry Weiss, with, with a picture... Dr. Uh, Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, I'm going to put this on your screen for you, for everybody watching at home. There it is. And it's, impor it's important to understand that Jay Bhattacharya put out a declaration called the Great Barrington Declaration, which offers uh, his – where he reflects on how we would move forward on the pandemic in the middle of it where he goes, guys, I don't think this is going to give you the outcome that it wants. And he had a large amount of, of – of, you know, what is a well-known doctor – Unless the government tells right. you it is. Like, why is Anthony Fauci? Look, Anthony Fauci hasn't seen a patient a in 40 time. years. So, I mean, is he, like, is he a doctor? I mean, I guess, yes. But, like, would you trust Anthony Fauci to take out no, your appendix? No. Would you trust uh, uh, Rochelle Walensky to, to uh, you know, give you an insulin I shot? Trust, I, I don't wouldn't think trust I would. Walensky to give me anything, uh, you know. So mm -hmm. here's uh, uh, Dr. Jay Bhattacharya. Here's his account. Uh, and it says here on your screen, a professor, Stanford School of Medicine, MD, PhD, health policy, infectious diseases, COVID, health, economic, scientific freedom. You know, it sounds like a pretty good guy to trust during a, 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 a historic yeah. epidemic, what we were told. Twitter secretly placed him on a trends blacklist, which prevented his tweets from trending. So any information that Dr. Jay Bhattacharya had that may have been useful mm -hmm. at the time was rendered dangerous and was made invisible. Bhattacharya is a professor at Stanford and was forthright in expressing his concerns about the problems with restrictions as a means of, uh, to fight an airborne virus. Dan Bongino was also slapped with a search blacklist to prevent people from finding his tweets. Here's Dan Bongino's uh, uh, Twitter account uh, page here from their, from their little blacklist. You can see this on your screen. Bongino, see it says notification spike, search blacklist, so they don't want him getting out. Obviously, you don't want him getting out because he doesn't. He really doesn't yeah. care what he says. He says what he wants because he's got his own platform. Charlie Hick, uh, Charlie Hick, Charlie Kirk was hit with a "do not amplify." So when you talked about how he was getting a hundred thousand retweets and it all of a sudden it got, uh, it got, it got, you know, sliced by whatever proportion it was that it got sliced by, he was hit with a "do not amplify" uh, setting on his account. So there you go. Not safe for work view. What the heck is that? Yeah, not safe for work. Basically, that's like right. porn. But you if know, there's anything like, I know, you know about Charlie Kirk, the guy is not a <laughs> pornographic guy. No, he's definitely not. He, I, he's definitely very against the porn, which just shows that some people on the right can yes. disagree with each other. We now know Twitter specifically but, blacklisted Charlie, Co uh, Charlie Kirk. Jack Posovic wrote and put him on a do not amplify list. The regime names those they fear. 100% true. The Hodge twins noted that this was evidence for what, quote, every conservative Twitter user on the planet has known for years. 100% true. You know, it's one of those things that now um, we knew it, but now we can see the receipts. We, you know, it, it's it, and like I said, the fact that it comes from the right. top down is, is is like if this were a rogue actor at Twitter, which is truthfully, truthfully, what I always thought was the um, maybe not all of it. 
but definitely a majority of it, just some radical avocado toast eating, weak angled soy boy who's like Charlie Kirk is mean and took See, down See, I street. didn't think it or, was that innocuous. Not that it was like, you know, I, but I also didn't think it was this deep. I, I didn't think that no, this no, was coming, exactly. you know, That's I what didn't I'm think that this was coming from just one rogue actor. I thought there were some sort of teams involved, but I didn't know that it was this deep in terms of, you know, the head of safety and trust. Maybe it just came from him, but it came from him. It came from yeah. Dorsey. It came from Parag. It came from Vijay Agade. It came from their minions underneath. There were stay woke shirts floating around the building. I mean, I thought they would have been a little more covert. It just shows you how comfortable they were behaving like this. Yes. That's the, the arrogance. Thing. The arrogance that they that they think that but this is the expert class. I mean, I can get into an entire history lesson about when this that sort of expert class the people who thought that they know better than the rest than than the marketplace of ideas, the marketplace of market solutions. The people that think they know better, like an Anthony Fauci, Democrats believe that if we put the right amount of experts in the right amount of places, we will then get the society we want. And I I think they've shown time and time again that that's just it's just not the case because they decide we were talking about it a while ago there's a there's a book called images that talks about how the media um describes things and i, I the author of the book escapes me but he asks a question what makes a hotel distinguished the media the media right. why is a restaurant delicious because someone said it was because somebody because right. somebody said it was or why is a restaurant? You could find, you could know for a fact that a restaurant is gross Correct. and never go into but it. But you, but you, but then, Maybe you, then you personally don't know for a fact that it's gross, right? Exactly. But you, but you know, enough Correct. Yelp reviews will tell you not to go Correct. to a certain place. Now this is the same sort of thing. The authoritative sources, and we've heard authoritative sources come from Facebook, from Twitter, from YouTube, the the legacy media outlets. But why? What is the difference? in theory, between a Jay Bhattacharya or a uh, Anthony Fauci. There's really no difference except for the fact that one is on the government payroll and Correct. one is at Stanford. And frankly, I'll take the guy at Stanford. Ever, and the fact that it's Stanford makes it different because Stanford is like the only slightly right of center school on planet yes. Earth. But the fact that the fact that this guy was taken down off, uh, well, shadow banned off Twitter, they, I feel like they basically just, t and I'm sure there will be more names come out because I, I guarantee you this ain't the, the no. last amount of dumps. But I guarantee you that if you go through the list of people that are censored, every single one of them in some capacity is a Fox News in contributor. In some way or someone who, who uh, speaks those viewpoints. I think this goes, <laughs> I think this goes far beyond. I, I would say... I, I'm waiting for the fact that there was a system that detected these tweets and that these, these teams of Twitter employees didn't just do this to Bongino and Kirk, but that they found the people who were amplifying Bongino and Kirk and did it to them too and basically said, okay, well, Bongino will tweet something. We'll, we'll kill him from the top. But what's going to stop the distribution by proxy? And that's what's yes. big. You know, there was a point in time where if you posted links to a Project Veritas story, you were at risk of getting banned. There was, yeah. you saw what happened to Kaylee McEnany. I mean, we know that if, yep. because she posted a Fox News story that cited the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop, she didn't even post anything on the laptop. She posted a, a, an article from Fox News talking about an article from the New York Post, and she got locked mm -hmm. out. So you know that there was, there was a way to discover and detect accounts that were doing things that the regime or those in power in Twitter didn't like, and they got penalized for it. Absolutely. And this is why, guys, it's so important. We talk about this all the time, about social media platforms and how we may not like them, but it's important to be on them. It has never been more important to be on Twitter than it right is now. right now. Because, because now you know you will be at the ground floor of getting rid of, 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 you'll be at the ground floor of the fixes. So your stuff will then be amplified in a way that it wasn't before. I'm sure a lot of, I mean, I post stuff on Twitter all the time and it goes nowhere. And I always thought to myself, how could this be possible? I mean, I'll be honest with you, Sean. <laughs> I, I hate to admit it. But when they were dropping all these names yesterday, when they were like Bongino, Kirk, Libs of TikTok, Jay Bhattacharya, I'm at like tweet number 20 and I go, so help me God <laughs> if I see his name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because then... I, I was like, you know what? I, he he's probably watch, he's probably on Twitter right now, and I'm watching it on Fox News. So I'm like, yeah, any minute no, now, that's funny. this damn phone. Any minute now, this damn phone's gonna go off. They censored the Trump impression oh, yeah, that guy. Was pretty funny. 
I was, I'm sitting there just going, there's no, I'll, I'll, I'll die I if I see I that. I would have taken my phone and threw this one. I love this phone, though. I would have thrown this one through the floor, too. <laughs> now, it would, you know what? It wouldn't have been a throw. It would have been a. Uh, yeah, it would have been, it would have been a Gronk spike. What many people. Guys, over a, th- over a thousand people are watching right now. And there's only 270 rumbles, so hit that rumble like button. It's like it's uh, the Twitter blacklist. You know, this LFA show has gained a thousand followers yeah, in a week. It's unreal. unbelievable, guys. If you. If you aren't subscribed, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button at the top. Let's get to that 40,000. Also, uh, P, uh, Pega name, PGE name, whatever, whatever that is. Love the show. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you so much for the Rumble Rant. We that. really, really, before we keep going, guys, because I, I want to get to, uh, I want to get to uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre, the, the former Long Island resident also. But make sure you head on over to LaMajorityUS.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Check out the shop. Uh, from now until Christmas, use promo code CHRISTMAS to get 20% off the entire website. Uh, you guys aren't going to want to miss anything that we've got going on. Next week, I'll be at Turning Point USA in Phoenix, Arizona. So if you're going to be at uh, Turning Point, let me know in right. the chat. Come find me. Um, I'll probably be hanging around the Jack Posobiec table. So make sure you guys uh, head on over to the website, sign up for the newsletter, and uh, let me know if you're going to be a turning point. You get, if you're in the area, you should go. Yep. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's also important to note that what that when we get back to Twitter, we'll just wrap this Twitter story up and, and get ready for your fact check, Reuters, and factcheck.org, and PolitiFact. It's Bongino calls it PolitiFarce. Mm. You know, it's not called shadow banning, folks. Just, just stop using that term. It's actually called visibility filtering. Okay, that's worse. Visib- that's worse. Visibility. Yeah, I mean, oh, you want to talk about like and and you know all roads lead back to Colin. Yeah. Soft, Soft language. language. That's it. Soft language. It's not. We're not taking down your tweets. We're just filtering the amount right. of visibility Multiple it gets. Multiple high level sources confirmed that's, its meaning. That's the same yep. thing. Multiple high level sources confirmed its meaning. Think about visibility filtering as being a way for us Twitter employees. To suppress what people see to different levels. It is a very powerful tool, one senior Twitter employee told us. In 2018, then Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey said, we don't shadow ban. We certainly don't shadow ban based on political viewpoints. We do rank tweets by default to make Twitter more immediately relevant. Funny because Vijaya Gade, in the exact same statements, uh, in the exact same uh, uh, you know time, 2018, she also said, we do not shadow ban. And we certainly don't shadow them based on political viewpoints. So you think there was like a, a company line to maybe kind of speak a narrative to say yeah. over and over and over. You know, we kind of call, you know, we call that gaslighting. When you lie, you yes. lie often, you lie confidently and you isolate people from the truth. You're gaslighting. We don't shadow ban. We don't do it on political viewpoints, says Vijaya Gade. We don't shadow ban. We don't do it on political viewpoints, says the CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey. Visibility filtering refers to Twitter's control over user visibility. It used VF, visibility filtering, to block searches of individual users to limit the scope of a particular tweet's discover a particular tweet. So they are going down to the post-by-post level. Uh, A particular tweet's discoverability to block select users' posts from ever appearing on the trending page and from inclusion in hashtag searches, all without users' knowledge. They say, we control visibility quite a bit, and we control the amplification of your content quite a bit, and normal people do not know how much we do. One Twitter engineer told us, Weiss wrote, two additional Twitter employees confirmed. The group that decided whether to limit the search of certain users was the Strategic Response Team, Global Escalation Team, or SRT-GET. It often handled up to 200 cases a day. 200 cases a day. But there existed a level beyond official ticketing, beyond the rank-and-file moderators following the company's policy on paper. That is the Site Integrity Policy, Policy Escalation Support. That is the SIPPES. This secret group included, ready for names? Remember the names. Head of Legal Policy and Trust, Vijaya Gade. Vijaya Gade. Mm -hmm. The Global Head of Trust and Safety, Yoel Roth. And subsequent CEOs, Jack Dorsey and probably not going to work here anymore, Paraj Agrawal, (laughs) and others. So there's your cabal. There's your, uh, there is your, um, you know, your, your, your department of censorship, your ministry of truth right there on Twitter. And it's all the names that we were used to seeing. 
you know, it's it, it, it's wild too, to because for, for so long we talked about the stuff that would get banned and the stuff that wouldn't get banned. Well, I'm going to give you a little. Uh, so obviously, uh, Jay Bhattacharya, who says that lockdowns may be bad for children, that's got to go. Yes. You want to read something that didn't have to go? Go. <clears throat> this from the Ayatollah of Iran. Oh yeah, I love this guy. Some argue that the Zionist regime is a reality that the re- that the region must come to terms with. Today the COVID night today the co- the hashtag COVID nineteen is a reality. Should it be accepted or fought, a long lasting virus of Zionism will be uprooted thanks to the determination and the faith of the youth. Great. So. So the Ayatollah, the leader of a country, can call for the destruction of another country because of anti-Semitism. Yep. But if a doctor from Stanford is like, maybe let your kids right. outside. No, you know, no problem. Or, or no let, problem them, let them go to school why, with each other because they're not susceptible to this why. virus. Which, by the way, he's not some like auto mechanic talking about you know epidemiology. This is what he yeah. does. Like he's an expert in the yeah. field. It's sort of. It, Sort you of know? his thing. And look, it would have like been healthy he... to put a guy like Dr. Bhattacharya and Dr. Fauci on a panel to let them debate their ideas. Like if you put those two in front of each other and had that discussion, we could have done so much better during COVID if we had just allowed both few to lock down, err on the side of caution. We don't know if kids aren't susceptible yet. You know, uh, we should keep them home because the less the less person than Bhattacharya could say, well, no, we know through X, Y, and Z data that they're not susceptible to this virus. And, uh, you know, if they catch it, develop severe outcomes and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and have, and have that, out, uh, that, that perspective, you know, on, on the table for everybody. And you could, you know, that would have just left so much more room for more responsible governing during the pandemic yep. that we just were not given even a chance to explore. And that should... That should enrage a lot of people from a COVID standpoint, and then from a free speech standpoint, uh, it, it should it should yeah. it should just this is you you were trampled on, you were trampled on. I mean, I'm I'm waiting to see if there is another. There dump. will be. How many? Because look, Baker was a former he was federal FBI employee, General so at the Council, moment, high level, high level. But what I'm saying is, at the moment, there is no direct link between government and Twitter because Baker was the former, so he'll always have deniability. Like, oh, no, I did this on my own. It didn't come from the government, even though, let's be honest, if you, if you work at the FBI long enough to be the general counsel, you probably yeah, have some friends there, some lifelong Either that or he, what he did is so, he set up a very similar mirror or shadow operation that would kind of uh, parallel policies and, and procedures yeah. at the FBI. No, but what I'm saying is that, that, that currently there's correct. no direct ties. That's correct. Yet between the between. Active and I think correct. that Baker, I, I mean, I'm hoping uh, I, I'm hoping Baker didn't scrub all that before he was kicked out the door, like some bad yeah. spy movie where they Hillary, like, delete Hillary all the files. Style. Right. Hillary style. What? What? You mean like with a hammer? No, yeah, a hammer is that was one style. of the. I oh, yes. Somebody, I, I, the tweet of the day was yesterday when they were talking about how bad Joe Biden was as a negotiator uh, with this. He said, someone tweeted, and I quote tweeted it with tweet of the day. Joe Biden couldn't negotiate a hammer. If Joe, Joe Biden couldn't negotiate. If Joe Biden was a hammer, he couldn't negotiate his way out of Paul Pelosi's ass. <laughs> it's like, all right, that's it. You win. I'm, I'm signing off for the night. <laughs> that is yeah. uh, speaking of speaking of negotiations. Brittany Griner. Yeah. I didn't get it all out of me yesterday. And then I, I did have more to say, but I didn't want to harp on it. And then Corrine Jean-Pierre stepped to the podium. Then she stepped to the podium. This well, is a direct quote. Before we get quote. to that, let me get to the sponsor real quick. Oh, let me get that, the TacRite. Because yes. the TacRite mini saw thing is flying. Yep. And I want to give everybody an opportunity to get it. And then we'll go to KJP. Because if you're down with KJP, you know me. And then after KJP, we're going to go to uh, our nuclear waste guru, who uh, apparently stole more luggage. So that'll be pretty fun. Uh, to, to end the week. It's called the TacRite Mini Saw, folks, by, uh, by TacRite, the Mini Saw. The last time we showed the product to our audience, it sold out in under 24 hours, and it was out for three months. Now it is back in stock ready for holiday shipments. Why would you, would you expect it to sell out so quickly? It's due to the affordability of this amazing senior-friendly mini chainsaw, which thousands of Americans are in love with. 
It can be operated with just one hand, and it can help trim your trees two times faster with much less effort. Minisaw is the big tool company's worst nightmare. They've been trying to hide Minisaw from the everyday consumer, and they've even banned it in big box retail shops. Big tool, or as I call them, Yoel Roth, is threatened by this device and its potential to cut into profits. Update the Minisaw is on sale today with a 50% off and free shipping promotional discount to new customers. But you can claim your discount at TACRIDELFA.com, T-A-C-R-I-G-H-T-L-F-A, Lima Foxtrot Alpha.com. Check out the website. We'll scroll through it real quick. We show it to you every time because you don't know what is a mini saw until you realize how mini the saw actually is. Fits into your hands. It's sold out for three months. Now it's back. You see it. It's, it's been uh, featured on CBS, USA Today, Fox, CNBC, ABC, The CW, NBC. Ralph A. loves it. William S., who I can only imagine is William Shakespeare using it way back in the day uh, to cut or not to cut. Obviously, the, the, uh, the answer is cut. Cut, 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 cut. Test it risk-free for 30 days. As soon as it arrives, check it over and test it out. See for yourself the power of this mini air cooler also. You've got 30 full days to try it out, 100% risk-free. If you're not satisfied, just let us know and simply send it back. They'll refund every single penny. So check them out. The Tackerite Mini Saw, every one of our sponsors is listed at the bottom of the show description here on Rumble. Check them out, TackerightLFA.com for that awesome discount. So what did KJP do? Love Tackerite. Well, before I get to that, guys, make sure you smash that rumble button. Where I, I really want to get there's a thousand people watching. I, I want 500. Let's get it done. Would love to get it done. Once again, guys, head on over to loudmajorityus.com. Check out the shop. Use promo code Christmas for 20% off for all. I mean, look, guys, not for nothing, but it's a one stop yeah. shop for all right. of your Christmas gifts. So, why, like, I don't know why you wouldn't mm. do that. Good morning, MD well, Norton. You know, good morning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> What did he you just say? Good <laughs> no. Go ahead. Okay. What did KJP say? Well, yes. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, the, uh, she came out on the podium, and she said the choice was to bring Brittany Griner home yep. or no one, which, hold on, not true. Uh, the president will never stop working to secure Paul Whelan's release. On a personal note, Brittany is an important role model and inspiration to millions of Americans, particularly the LGBT. TQI plus Americans L-G-B-T-I. and women of color. LGBTI. No, no. LGBTQI Oh, no, was the, plus. the African guy was great when he yes. writes it down. Where is the H? Yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, it, it, it is just amazing to, to, to watch the White House, to watch the cultural left, to watch these radical Marxists basically come out and say, you know, Everyone else is more important than straight white men. Right. That's it. That's it. Because like maybe if Paul maybe if Paul Whelan came identified as a pansexual leprechaun, maybe we would have gotten him back. But if you mean to tell me, Brittany Griner took I mean, precedence over a marine. Yes, and just imagine. Yeah, we talked about it yesterday. Imagine if Trump had traded oh. this arms dealer oh. for Paul Whelan and left Brittany Griner. And I want to be clear, Brittany. Look. Do I think the crime that Brittany Griner committed um, warranted no. the punishment? No. Do I believe she was aggressively yes. overcharged? Yes. Do I believe that Russia kept her in custody yes. in order to use her as a pawn to get something out of America? Yes. Am I happy an American is home? Yes. But she broke a law in another country. She broke the law in Russia. Paul Whelan right. did not. He did not break a law in another country. This is what's important to understand, and this just shows you that Joe Biden doesn't nope. care about you. He doesn't care nope. about the veterans. He only cares about the cultural This is a pandering leftists, move. The LeBron it's a pandering move. That's a pandering move. That's all it is, and anyone who says anything differently is either being purposefully ignorant or intentionally stupid. And it's so funny to see stupid. people, the same gun-grabbing, you know, anti-Second Amendment freaks saying how great this mm-hmm. was to get Brittany Griner home. And I agree. Get her home. Get her out of the penal. I was reading about the penal colonies in Russia. They're like the, they're modern-day gulags, right? And, and, and they're, they're oh, yeah. all horrible. Well, apparently, yeah. one of yes. the Pussy Riot activists was like in, in that, in that, uh, in that, uh, in that. Yeah, the, I was reading I, all about this last I like night. how they're calling it a penal colony. It's a gulag. It's a gulag, okay? If, if Stalin built it, and it's a prison. Yes. It's a gulag. So it's like, you know, you, you, I, I read about this. I, mean, I read about and look, I don't want her to be in there specifically. I mean, come on. 
I mean, she had uh, she brought a gram of marijuana into the country. Now it's illegal, but drug smuggling, you know. So what Russia did, obviously, they saw an opportunity to get their guy back. Oh, just so happened that they were at war with Ukraine, and they the guy they wanted to get back was a weapons dealer. You know, this you know it goes hand in hand, folks. You know, you just use your eyes, you can see this, and they they used Brittany Griner to get exactly what they wanted because they knew the guy they had to negotiate with couldn't negotiate back. They they, they saw weakness, yep. and like a good predator, they seized, and they pounced, and they won. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just, that's that's the point that hurts the most. We just got raked over the coals. How many times have you been a fan of a sports team, and you watch your, your team trade for someone, like when the Seattle Seahawks traded for Jamal Williams and gave up way too much for a safety? You know, we're still reaping the benefits mm-hmm. of that trade. And Jamal Williams barely plays for them. You know, I mean, he plays a little bit here and there. He gets hurt. How many times have you seen, you know, like when the Texas Rangers traded MD Ian Kinsler for Prince Fielder? You know, I mean, look, it's like when MD you— MD Norton, don't answer. Yeah, MD Norton, don't answer. Uh, you know, how many times have you seen that? Have you been a part of, uh, you know, seen something that is that is that has played out that way where you're like, wow, mm-hmm. we really lost that trade. Folks, yesterday— we, the United States of America, lost that trade. Did we bring one of our, our people home? We did. Is it good that she's coming home? It is. But the world is a more dangerous place today than it was yesterday because of mm-hmm. Brittany Griner. I mean, that's simple. Because of Brittany Griner, because she was an idiot and got caught in Russia with marijuana because she couldn't put the pot down to go play basketball. Yep. Right? She was too dependent. And I don't care. I... I Recreational marijuana, I'm with it. Like, do it. Go ahead. I, I'm, I'm very libertarian on that yeah. particular drug. Like, and then people may feel one way or the other about it. That's my stance on it. And if you don't like it, oh well. Like, you know, but you have to have more self-control. You've got to know the laws of that country. You know, as it is, she's openly gay or lesbian, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's not a good, it's, it's not a good place to be. You know, uh, Russia as a as a as a as a woman of color and a lesbian to begin with, yeah. to be caught with a drug and be breaking the law, you're going to be made an example of. And now, because you couldn't control yourself, because you were that stupid, this guy is out, and he's going to be doing what he does very well, <laughs> which is selling squadrons of airplanes to tribes in Africa or arming countries and and basically doing what the CIA does with proxy wars to make money. Yep. You know, and and Russia. All these people, we stand with Ukraine. It's great to have Brittany Griner home, you dummies. And, 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 and you know gonna, what? She, this guy's going to arm Russia now. It's important to also think about the statement. She's an inspiration to the LGBT, whatever, women of color. Why? Because she's Why? tall? Yeah, because she plays basketball? No, no, but like she's just taller than everyone. Right. She doesn't like do anything. Like, it's not like she's, it's like, okay, so in the 60s, Bill Russell was a foot taller than everyone. Right, so he was the most dominant, best, but he was also a civil rights leader. Correct. He was also an incredible activist. Right. He was also a black man playing in Boston in the 1960s. Couldn't have been easy. Brittany Griner, like, what? I don't. If she wasn't six nine, would you even notice if she walked past you? I bet you, if she wasn't a basketball player and just a random person who got caught in Russia with marijuana, and and got jailed. She wouldn't even be coming home right now. No. It's because she has a certain amount of name recognition, more yep. so than Paul Whelan, that she is coming home. And so mm-hmm. she's lucky she's a bad... You know, I saw Janet just say in the chat, she may not ever play basketball again. She may make millions of dollars off of books, book deals and interviews about how life was in a Russian prison. Oh, and yeah. if that happens, and she grifts off of this while a Marine is rotting in Russia, oh, my mm-hmm. goodness, so help me. I, that will... Ashley Sinclair, Sinclair had the best tweet about this. It just said, finally, a WNBA trade oh, makes yeah. the headlines. <laughs> True. I will say that as much as I do not like this, and the world is a less safe place, and I think Brittany Griner is an awful person, and I want the Marine back. I will say the tweets about oh, this stuff have been absolutely hilarious. Oh, it's been, it's, it's been so magical. It's been it, – it, as a person who can find humor in the darkest of moments – I mean, I'm the guy that makes a joke yeah. at a funeral just right. to lighten the mood. But some of them have been I absolutely mean, you know, spectacular. We leave, uh, Paul Whalen behind. I put this up yesterday. I said leaving American service members behind in hostile foreign countries is something the Biden regime seems to be good at. Just look at Afghanistan. I mean, they do this exactly. all the time. And, you know, it's, and she was arrested with a Black Lives oh. Matter hoodie on. And you could just tell that, like, 
it, it, it is so incredible to watch the, the rest of the world real. look at American, look at American culture and just go, oh wait, wait, wait like you yeah. think we care about that? Right. Like, yeah. What? I'm Vladimir Putin. Are you? Putin you think I care? Oh, you're a black. You're a Black Lives Matter activist. So I guess we can't gel. No, 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 no. no. And you know what? I love it. I saw it. I saw an article from one of these feminist diatribes that said it is America's fault that Brittany Griner was arrested in Russia. Do you know why? Um, it's America's fault that she was arrested. Why? Because marijuana is legal in America? Nope. Because of. Oh, right, right, right. Because she has to go get a second career. She has to yes. go get another job. So she has to go overseas and play basketball. Yeah. I remember I, that. I, like, I, I almost needed a new laptop when I read that because I wanted to punch the screen. I was like, really? First off, you know what? Let's just play a little game here. Uh, Brittany So we have a request Kleiner. in the chat that I have to get to before we, uh, before we end today. There's a birthday in the chat, obviously. Uh, Vicky. Vicky's, uh, Vicky is turning 60 years old. It's a beautiful day. And you know what they say? 60 is the new 20. And it's a great thing. You know, you look beautiful. You're a fantastic person. Happy 60th birthday to Vicky, who is always on in the chat and doing a fantastic job. Vicky, you're a wonderful person, a great patriot. And because of people like you, we will make America great again. And hopefully your 60th birthday is bigger than Rosie O'Donnell. It's going to be huge. And the best is yet to come. Happy birthday, Vicky. You're a wonderful person. I had to get... How did you get... Yeah. How'd you get Donald no, no, Trump no, to record great. that? No, good job. We have Victoria Oops. S. Lore one, 60th birthday. Yes. The chat happy birthday. was demanding happy, happy 60th a 60th demanding. birthday message, and so there you go. Yes, uh, Jody in, in the chat. Is she even a good player? Uh, she's definitely the best women's yep. basketball player there is. 100%. Like, definitely, she's the LeBron James of the WNBA, which means I think she's a backup point guard on St. John's yeah, or high maybe school she, team. Uh, misses shots in the clutch. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, 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 it's fat. Well, we didn't even get to the to the Christian no. cinema bit. To Sam the ugly Brinton. nuclear scientist. We can go to Sam Brinton real or quick because I'll just. I mean, it's it's a. It, it, we've already touched on the first story, but Sam Brinton, a notorious. This is from the Post Millennial. Cross-dressing, non-binary Biden official, accused of stealing luggage again. This guy can't stop stealing luggage because he's entitled. Look at this guy. You know, he feels like he's entitled to dress and look like that. He looks like, you know, they call him a nuclear waste guru. This looks like somebody who spent yeah. a little too much time around nuclear waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, Radiation this poisoning. guy looks like he is radioactive. Uh, Sam Brinton, the non-binary drag queen who recently... I mean, you can't make this stuff up. The non-binary drag queen who recently served as the deputy assistant secretary for spent fuel and waste disposition for the Biden administration's energy department. That's a mouthful. Is accused once again... Of stealing luggage from an airport. So, what, what, like, what is this guy? He's just a klepto at the baggage claim? Like, is that what we do? That's it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like a game. Like, you steal luggage, and then it's like a scavenger hunt to see yeah. what's inside of it. Harry Reid at the National Airport in Las Vegas. A felony warrant was issued for Sam Brinton on the charge of grand larceny with a value between $1,200 and $5,000 for allegedly stealing luggage from Harry Reid International Airport in Las Vegas. Uh, Brinton faces charges for a similar incident in September at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport for allegedly stealing a $2,325 Vera Bradley suitcase from a luggage carousel. Remember his, uh, oh my goodness gracious. Remember, uh, I mean, just, uh, this is, these are gross pictures, but you have to see it. There's Sam Brinton, thank you, lives at TikTok, doing some weird, oh, weird what, stuff. What, what a am, freak. What, yeah. a, what the hell am I looking at uh, right But now. he was, uh, he was, uh, remember the first acu- uh, uh, excuse, the Minneapolis incident. Oh, I thought it was mine. What, do you think it was yours again? Like, come on, (laughs) how how confused do you get? So, uh, there you go. Um, I mean, Sam Britton. And then, uh, real quick, to hit on Kirsten Cinema, we'll get to more of that tomorrow and how that could, how that could, uh, not tomorrow, Monday, on how that can uh, shape the Senate. There is no uh, tomorrow. Right, right. Uh, But uh, Kirsten Cinema is leaving the Democrat Party, and I want to give a hat tip and a shout out to Jeremy Harrell, who about a month and a half ago said this was coming. On his show, he uh, mentioned after Tulsi Gabbard had uh, left the Democrat Party herself that Kirsten Cinema would be next. There were rumors that were swirling for a very long time. Uh, she has mm-hmm. left the Democrat Party. Uh, she is going to be registering as an independent. But it's very important. She says she may not caucus with the Dems in the Senate, which is huge. Mm-hmm. has massive implications huge. 
for two things, judges and the filibuster. And the, and those Most honestly important. is the entire point. That is the entire yep. point of the Senate. Because if we keep the filibuster, it doesn't matter what else Kristen Cinema right. believes in. Whether she's pro-choice, whether she's pro-same-sex marriage, whether she's anti-gun, whether she's anti-free speech. If she keeps the filibuster, nothing else we she does matters. We just need matters. her to keep the filibuster. We need her to be pro-filibuster. That's, that's our band-aid. That's our bridge to 2024. That's it. And yep. hopefully that's what that's she it, does. So, uh, Before we close deal. out, guys, Big. make sure you smash that rumble button on the way out. 377 rumbles right now. Make sure you hit that subscribe button at the top. We are. I mean, what are we, what are we at now? We're like, we're like 300 away. From from forty thousand, which is unbelievable. Jeremy Hell has done an incredible job building up this channel. So much more is coming, guys, from the LFA TV family. Also, I think next Monday we're gonna do that Instagram live again. We'll talk about that on Monday. That was that was a lot of fun. But um Make sure you guys go to loudmajorityus.com, sign up for the newsletter, check out the shop, use promo code CHRISTMAS for 20% off the entire website. I want to thank you guys for all the support. That's the best way to support what we do here at the Loud Majority. Uh, so I want to thank you guys for that. Once again, hit that rumble button on the way out. A thousand yeah. people watching, almost 400 rumbles. Let's keep it going. Up. Keep hitting that rumble button as we mash it on the way out. We're going to close the show out now. Jeremy Harrell starting at 11 a.m. with Live from America. Mike Crispy at 1, Anna Perez at 2. Uh, and we are going to... Say sayonara, goodbye for the weekend. We hope everybody has a great weekend. Happy 60th birthday to Vicky. You're fantastic, I have to say. Uh, happy 60th birthday out there. And we will be back on Monday, same time, same place. First on our channel, rumble.com slash loudmajorityus, for we will not comply. If I, if I remember to plug right. in the damn and, uh, camera. And then um, we will be back here, same time, same place, rumble.com slash LFA TV. Subscribe to this channel. Subscribe to the Loud Majority channel. Everybody have a great weekend. Uh, and stop complying with any unlawful mandates and madness if you still live in a state where those things exist or they may be making a comeback. And as always, loud crowd, LFA family, and red-blooded patriots of the world, stay loud.